Where are okay. you from? I'm from India, and Earl here is from Charlotte, USA, right? Right. Right. So we're going to be speaking about spirituality today. So could you please tell me what your views are on spirituality? Um, it can view a lot of things. Spirit, spirituality, uh, spirituality, spirit. Okay, <laughs> spirituality can be difficult to pronounce as well. <laughs> yeah, but um, basically, spirituality it, it um is deeper than what people really know about it. You know what I mean? Um, it can come in different forms. It can be spirituality like um in the spirit world or I don't know ghosts demons I don't know if you believe in that or what about the Jesus what about God you know it's 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 way different from the natural state it's way different from what world we're living in now yeah so how connected how connected are religion and spirituality can a person be both religious and spiritual or can he be just religious and not spiritual or just spiritual and not religious is are those combinations possible you can be spiritual and religious um but um it depends because it can confuse someone for example if if you're religious you might believe in Allah, you might believe in jesus you might believe in the the trinity but if you spiritual you might just believe in there's, there is a such thing like demons. There is a such thing like ghosts, spirits. You understand what I'm saying? There is a such thing like if you uh, play with the Ouija board, uh, some kind of how spiritual entity can come through that uh, space. Yes. So what I think is that different religions have their own definition of the word spirituality. For example, I can only speak uh, for Judaism and Christianity because uh, personally I'm Jewish and I think I know quite a lot about Christianity as well. So in the Judeo-Christian perspective, uh, spirituality is so much different from the Buddhist spirituality, from the Hindu spirituality and from the Islamic spirituality. So Uh, When it comes to the Christian point of view, like you said, there are angels and demons there. But in the Jewish view, we have a very limited uh, definition of angels and demons. We have hell and heaven in Judaism, but not as dramatic as as it is in Christianity. But when you detach from all these and when you go to Hinduism, that is a whole different matter in hindu spirituality we i I don't know how to define that it is so different and when you go move on to islamic spirituality that too is different then we branch on to another branch called sufism which is under islam so in different religions there are very drastically different definitions for the word spirituality so when a person tells you that he or she is spiritual how can one identify what kind of spirituality that is because there are inevitably many types of spiritualities and they are defined by religions or is there a spirituality that stays above all religions or is common or general to all of them do you think such a spirituality exists or do you think that spirituality is defined by the religion it originates from? 
I think that it is defined by the region it came from. Um, I like what you said because it do make sense. For example, if a woman comes to me and tell me that she's spiritual and that she's not mostly religious, um, mm-hmm. it makes sense that okay, she could be in a, in another spiritual. It, it couldn't be Christianity. It could be something else, like you said. So mm-hmm. the, the question is to ask her, well, what types of spiritual things do she believe in? You know what I mean? Because like you said, it, it 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 do vary from religion and in a way. So that that's a great question. I never had that question before. <laughs> so it's something that has been haunting me. So I, I've got a lot of friends and family who say they're not religious, but we're spiritual. I, I question them and I ask them, what is your spirituality? And no two person can no two persons can ever give me the same answer which means there is no single spirituality if a person comes to me and tells me that he or she is muslim and i ask them what is islam to you then they have an answer another muslim could have the same answer as well but no two spiritual people have the same answer to what their spirituality is because they are different they're not like religions if you're a Christian and if the other person is also a Christian, then your beliefs are the same. If you're Jewish and if the other person is also Jewish, then you both believe in Judaism. But if both of you are spiritual, then then, then when we look at the logic, then both of them should be having the same set of rules or the same set of belief systems, but they do not. Spiritual people vary. It, it reminds me of the Harley Davidson motorcycles. They're, they have a series of motorcycles. They make a series of motorcycles that are unique and only one would be made in that design. So it's just like spirituality. A person who is spiritual has, ha, you know, they have a configuration and only that person in the whole wide world would have that configuration. But for other religions, there are about 14 million Jews and more or less these do believe in Judaism there might be some variations but they are the engine is the same there are about two billion christians for the two billion christians there are differences but the engine is the same one billion muslims the engine is the same but for but for spiritual people if there are say a billion spiritual people who do not identify with any religion there are one billion unique engines within them so i believe it's a very very vast topic that we cannot actually study or kind of draw a parameter around because they vary tremendously you cannot define or generalize spirituality as you generalize a religion and i think it's both beautiful and terrible at the same time because it's something how do you think that though that's a great question So that's it. So, oh, can you tell me, are you a religious person or are you a spiritual person? I am a religious person. Um, Okay, so I have. Go ahead. You say, can I explain? Uh, Can you explain to me what religion you follow and what that means to you? And uh, if you incorporate spirituality into your religion? Uh, okay, so my religion is basically Christianity, and um, I do believe in that uh, spiritual is about, you know what I mean? I have myself encountered uh, spiritual entities within my lifetime, and so I know for a fact that uh, the spiritual realm is something 
that's true. Something that we can't really put our tongue on, our finger on, but it's out there. Um, religion that goes with it. My religion is Christianity, so I, I can tell you one. I had one bad experience one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard, but it's this it's wish. It's old term called wish right on your back. You ever heard? Yeah, I've heard that, but I don't know what. I'm not sure what that means. So I had I had a I had a witch right on my back before, and um, basically what I saw was this little Caucasian girl. She had like a white dress on. Uh, mm-hmm. She had a first dress on. She had bloodstains on her dress. Uh, she looked like she was from the 1700s. She had long, slick black hair, and she was looking at me with these cold eyes. I couldn't move. I couldn't talk. I couldn't do anything. The only thing I could do is blank and have thoughts in my head. But long story short, she tried to kill me within that, 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 I don't know if it was a dream or not. But I called Jesus' name. When I called Jesus' name, everything went away. You got to keep in mind, I couldn't even talk. So it was thoughts. Mm-hmm. It was thoughts that got that demon, that entity away from me. So yeah. two things I learned from that day. Spirits is real. Mm-hmm. Jesus is real. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure that can answer your question. Thank you very much for sharing this wonderful experience. It's actually shocking to imagine what you would have went through. Uh, I've heard many people say that there is power in the name Jesus. Even That's though right. I'm Jewish, I know there, there is this supernatural power in the name Jesus. And I think it's very real because I've been hearing a lot of testimonies now, the latest one being yours. And there is obviously without doubt that there is this, there is this spiritual realm uh, there are positive entities and there are negative entities and negative entities are easier to attract. Positive ent- entities can also be attracted, but, you know, it, it takes a person a bit, with a little more caliber to attract positive entities, but negative entities easily, easily come looking for you. And I believe that that is what happened to you. And I'm so thankful that you were saved uh, by the power of Jesus's name. And, you know, this is something that you would never forget, right? Till the day you die, you're going to remember this. And thank you very much for sharing this with me. So this pretty much sums up the truth about spirituality. Even though there are one billion different uh, and unique engines for one billion billion spiritual individuals, the thing is that there's this essence that is common to all of them. And it could be called Jesus, it could be called anything else, but that positive entity that is always there and you could use different ways to contact that maybe. Let's just imagine using different phones. You have a phone, I have a phone, but the purpose is the same, right? We use it for calling and and the purposes are same, but the models are different. The sizes are different. So I believe religions and different types of spirituality uh, are nothing but different types of phones with which we communicate uh, with this, you know, higher power that governs us all. So I'm sure you agree. I like that. Yeah. All right. So I think it's time for us to wrap this up. You, I'm very happy to uh, record this podcast with you and we will definitely do more podcasts together. And are you, are you on social media? I am. All right, so you're on Instagram or something? I am. I'm on Instagram, social media, um, YouTube. I'm on every platform. <laughs> uh, me too. I'm a YouTuber too. So if you would uh, mention your Instagram 
um, username here. I could follow you, and the ones listening to us can also follow you. So. Hello. Hello. Okay, it looks like we lost Earl there before he could mention his Instagram ID. Hello. Instagram is Earl Easy. My Facebook is Earl Easy. Earl Easy. That's your Facebook. What about Instagram? We couldn't get you because the connection, there was something wrong with the connection. My Facebook is Earl Easy. Yeah, but what about your Instagram? Oh, Earl Easy. It's the same. Same. All right. Okay. So. Uh, my Instagram ID is the Tapen, T H E underscore T H A P A N. So mm -hmm. we'll follow each other there and we'll do more podcasts together. Nice meeting you, brother. You too. Have a good one. All right. Bye. What's going down, everybody? This is Mike along with my boy Earl here. Say what's up to the people, Earl. What's up? What's up? What is going on? Today we're talking about conspiracies and something in particular that I think is on a lot of people's minds and actually something that's close and dear to my heart, and that's, of course, aliens. Now, when we talk about aliens, you think about the movies, Independence Day, whatever the case may be, come down to earth, little gray men. But I think there's something a lot more sinister than that. If you think about it, with today's government, I think that, you know, today the government knows a lot more than what they appear to be saying when it comes to aliens. What do you think, girl? Oh, uh, yes, that's actually correct. Um, I believe the government is working with the aliens, if you ask me. Well, I'm going to let you go. And, um... Oh, yeah, man, absolutely, absolutely. Listen, it, there's definitely more than what, than what meets the eye. You know, one of the most famous places in the world that for, has alien hotspots is, of course, Area 51. Roswell, New Mexico. Now, Area 51, for those of you who don't know, is a military base that, of course, the government says does not exist. However, we know with the bullshit that they spew and actual photographs of buses saying Area 51 picking up scientists, it's, uh, it's, 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 it exists and it's out there. Now, Area 51, Earl, uh, do you know about that? And what do you think about what's going on? I actually know about um, Area 51. I oh, believe please tell us. Hell. Underground, like basements or some kind of underground laboratories that they work in doing experiments. Laboratories. Okay. So I know that this one particular alien species called reptilians. You ever heard? Absolutely, reptilians. Go ahead, man. Let's explain away, man. I'm all ears. So reptilians. If people didn't know. They do, I believe, that they do live up, upon us. And they have this ability to shapeshift into a human being. Right. Oh, wow. That, that, that I've actually read a ton about. That is also a conspiracy, speaking of that, about some, uh, some celebrity figures and politicians who are said to be reptilian. And I've seen some convincing videos on YouTube. What do you think of when it comes to the media, when it comes to today's entertainment, and the alien race that is known as the reptilians. you think something like that could even be possible that they come and inter infiltrate uh, our entertainment and our media news system? What do you think? Uh, yes, I believe. Um, honestly, if you ask me, um, 
maybe the reptilian is maybe like one of these news people or one of these um these um um political people because wow. I believe because I saw uh a real interview with um this um whistleblower. I'm not gonna say his name. Right. But um, he was explaining how political people is reptilians, how some of them is, not all of them, but some of them is. And wow. why are we working with them? So why is that we working with, say, if we is working with reptilians, why would we be working with reptilians? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, from the research I've done, um, it's for a lot of basic reasons, it's a give and take, I think, between the alien species and, of course, the human race. Now, I think that our planet, Earth, has a lot of resources that I think other alien species and planets have, don't have. For instance, water, some maybe some metals that we have that they don't, and it's a trade-off. And obviously, they probably use us as human beings as bargaining chips. I mean, you give us the technology, you're, you, you become this political figure that that moves and inspires people to do whatever you want to do. And, you know, we'll let you take our people for whatever experiments that you want. Okay. Hence, so hence alien abduction. Let me, let me, um, let me say this. Sure thing. The interview that, um, I was telling you about earlier, mm-hmm. he was talking about, um, what you just said. Yes, they do trade off. And it's also for like technology too. And wow. the thing about that is, Okay, we trade them us. He was explaining how they eat children. They eat children, and they prefer to eat children because they're more pure. Wow! So, I can't even. I can't even imagine you doing that. <laughs> exactly. Then he was explaining how okay, they're not going to gonna eat from one place. They're gonna eat from different various places to make it seem like. Of occasions going around, like other other things going to happening, but at the same time, this was really happening. Uh-huh. That that's that just that just sounds just evil and and sinister. And honestly, our, our politicians today, I mean, how can you even negotiate something like that? Our children for something. But uh, let's 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 stay on track here. Now, the reptilians. You now you said you've seen the interview about a whistleblower. Did he say how long they've been on the Earth, or or how long we've been, how far back does it go? Um. Okay. So when Armstrong went on the moon, mm-hmm. um, he was explaining how he wasn't the first on the moon. He said we knew it's because we had pros circling around the moon before we sent man. Mm-hmm. That actually makes sense. Absolutely. So he said when they uh, they um got on the moon that. They saw space. Well, okay, the, this they had spaceships floating above the moon's surface. Wow! So under the surface, in the spaceship was the um, reptilians, and he say they was like yay, yay ha. They was like pretty tall. But yeah, had, the, from what the they, descriptions that I that I've actually done, they say that they're actually quite large and in, in size, and they had this ability ability to shape shift into a human being. Well, that's not that far-fetched. I mean, think about it. With today's amphibians today, chameleons and everything like that, they have the ability to adapt to their surroundings. 
I mean, you have an animal who can go on a log and, you know, take on the, sh- the color and uh, texture of that actual log. To, but to say that, you know, advanced alien beings such as the reptilians, to say that they, you know, there's not a possibility that they cannot shapeshift and, and adapt their scales or skin to us. It's it's not that far-fetched, man. That's, that's right. That's wow, right. That's, that's incredible. Now, let's talk about aliens and technology. Uh, you said that one of the things was technology to trade us for them. Is, is Could that be a possible introduction to how our technology has advanced over the years? I mean, think about it. We went from a big ass, uh, a, a big ass, you know, phone to something sleek that you can go and access the Internet, do whatever you need to do. And not that not that long of a time. That's that's correct. And the thing about this is, <clears throat> yes, I believe that they do, uh, they did, and they still is trading for technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tell you, uh, technology is very great. They have built uh, certain things that you wouldn't even imagine. True. Wow. Yeah. There's also talk about moon bases, like stuff on the speaking of the moon that you you mentioned uh, Neil Armstrong in the moon. I think that was a really good point. Uh, there's been some sort of satellite imaging or, or, you know, moon imaging of what it looks like to be structures that are on the moon. You have a comment on that? Oh, that's actually my first time hearing that. That's, that's actually sounds about right though. That, that I, I encourage you to look that up, my friend, because that is definitely something to take a look at. There's definitely something. I mean, if, if you, if you look at it from a logical point of view, we went from being able to go on the moon and such a huge discovery. When was the last time we've been on the moon? I think that we were threatened. Say, like, look, this is our moon. You get off. Don't ever come back to the moon. Ever since then, we haven't been back. Well, and I, well, in the interview, the, the same interview, he was explaining how basically they, um, they, that's their moon. They, they've been on their moon. That's actually wow. their laboratory, basically. True. Wow. They, and they know what, and we, we look at that same moon every single night and say, oh, wow, look at that. Little do we know that there could be possible life forms on there that we have no idea how to comprehend. Exactly. It's incredible. Exactly. Now, now, looking at it from a size point of view, with, the, with, has, with as large as the universe is and how vast it is, to sit here and say that us, the human race, is the only one out there, first of all, I think it's completely ignorant. And honestly, mathematically, it has to be impossible. Right. It has to be. Now, absolutely, sure. Wow. If you, if you think, if you, I mean, if you sit here and try to extrapolate how, how, how big the universe is with its hundreds of millions and billions and trillions of galaxies out there, to say we're the only ones, that's just false. And, and I'm, how, and, Okay, this is a question I have to ask you. Then, so <clears throat> the rep, there's reptilians, uh, there's greys. How many do you do you think that there's just an abundance of different species of aliens that either has a has either visited Earth or is actually living among us? Oh uh, yes, um, I, um, I have read up on. Uh, I forgot this. This um, he was supposed to be a um an alien from outer space, but. He, like mm-hmm. a human, I forgot his name, but he um been in the um the Pentagon, if you know what I'm talking about. Wow. And, um, he actually have like met the president and everything. Oh. Man, I, I I guarantee you, there has been multiple presidents 
throughout our American history that has sat down with aliens. Not it's it's probably happened every yes. single time. That's man. I tell you what, this this is a fascinating topic, and you know, I could talk about this for hours, especially when it comes to the aliens. Now, aliens. Let's let's talk about aliens and pop culture today. Now, you're saying that the reptilians have the ability to shapeshift into politicians. And how about uh, celebrities, musicians, actors, actresses? Do you think there are some among us that, honestly, we, we can sit there and go, wow, I love their movie, or wow, I love their song. And little do we know, they could be part of that reptilian uh, Yes, Yes, um, actually, it was a singer called, uh, I forgot her name, it started with an A, um, if I can my name is I can tell you but uh, she um had some backstage uh visitors who wanted to um I guess take pictures with her at the end and when she went back there she had shape shift into a um a reptilian but she told them she said I'm not the bad one I'm the good one I'm not the bad one I'm the good one I that's that right there is just alarming in itself. <laughs> wow, oh, I'm not the bad one, I'm the good ones. I mean, it's to, it's it's not far fetched to say that there are evil intents when it comes to aliens, and there are people who just you know are not here for the malicious intent. Um, let's stay on the topic of, of pop culture and 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 aliens. Now, I, I think that there's there's definitely something to this, man. I mean. How deep? How deep do you think this goes when it comes to pop culture? I mean, do you think that they're that you know they're able to, you know, shape shift into these beautiful celebrities, people that are you know per- perfect everything? If you, it's if you really ask me, I think they among us in every class, basically. From you can say to, uh, the government, the lawyers. Wow! Uh, right, even low class, like I, I, I it, you, you never know. You understand what I'm saying? You never know. You, you there's no, there's, how could you? You know, with with everybody, with all the technology and stuff we have today. I mean, you're able to go on anybody's profile to see whatever they are, but you really don't know who they are, what they are, what they're possible. You know, what what where they're from, origin. I mean, for all we know, for all we know, anybody could be one. You could be a reptile. Right. I could be a reptile. This. this this isn't this right here. I mean, there's not really, there's not a definite answer, but we know there's something up, and we have our beliefs. And I honestly, it's it's definitely something to ponder. Man. Now, uh, do you, with the last last thirty or forty seconds that we have left, uh, is there anything that you want to say specifically about this whole subject, or anything that you want to uh, wrap up with? Tell the people what is there any 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 videos or anything like that that they should go check out for more yeah, information. Uh, I want to say go check out this video on YouTube called Tom Hawkins Conspiracy on Reptilian. That will open up your mind, guarantee. Check it. Wow, wow, Earl. Thank you so much, man. We have to do this again. We're running out of time. It's great to meet you. Great to talk to you. Everybody, stay safe. God bless, and uh, hope to do this again. Take care, bud.